Hello there. How are you? I'm guessing that when someone asks you how you're doing, and you're listening to something like this on your own somewhere, you might actually answer honestly. I'm sure that when most of us are asked, how are we doing, we usually give a very canned response like, I'm okay, I'm fine, etc. So for those of you who honestly answered and said something other than okay, maybe something like, eh, I'm not doing well, or I'm miserable, or something else along those lines, I have some pretty good news for you. And if you really want to find out about something that can change everything in your life, stay with us and you'll hear all about it. But meanwhile, I would like to encourage you to make a very selfish prayer. Yes, you heard right. As part of today's prayer focus, I would like for you to pray for yourself. If there's anyone that needs prayer, is you, right? But here's what I suggest. Pray to the Lord so that God change you inside out. Don't pray for your circumstances to change, although it is perfectly fine to pray for that, and you should pray for that. But focus on asking God to change you internally. Now be warned, He may allow for certain things to happen on the outside so the inside can change, and that's okay. The best prayer you can do for yourself is to ask Him to change you inside because that's where everything starts changing for the better. And you will see that external things will start changing as well. When we change inside, our external circumstances change also. If you want to see great things in your life and around you, ask the Lord to change you inside out, but with a lot of faith, and you will see it happen. So, I'm going to pray for you as you pray for yourself. Sound good? Let's pray then, and we'll get started. Lord God, Heavenly Father, Lord, I, I praise you, I worship you, Lord God, I I give you thanks for your son, Jesus Christ, and Lord, again, just for the wonderful salvation that we have through him, the hope, and and Lord God, just all the things that you have for us. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you please forgive my sins. And Lord, I, I pray humbly, Lord God, for everyone that's listening. I pray for them, I pray for their lives, I pray, Lord God, that, Lord God, that you may just be able to to work in them, especially for those people that that do want change, do want something different, that they want for their lives to run differently. Um, Lord God, there are so many things in our lives that are just not running the way that we would like for them to run. Lord, there are many of us that might be very unhappy right where we're listening with with our lives. We 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 may just feel like we're missing pieces, like they're just. It's just, it's just not right. And no matter how hard we try and no matter how hard we work at things and no matter how much we fight to get what we want, it's just not doing it. I pray, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus for each listener. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you may speak to them through your Holy Spirit, Lord God, through your word. And Heavenly Father, that at the end of this message that something will happen and that, Lord God, that their lives might change forever. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I asked you earlier how you were doing. For those of you that said that things could be better, as one way of putting it, I'm pretty sure I got something for you that will change things permanently. It will depend on your faith, but if you are all in on the idea, it will truly change things. Our scripture reading today can be found in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 5, and it says like this. 
In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Many times in life, and in order to solve big problems, especially if we want true change, we need to go to the beginning of things. We need to retrace our steps all the way back to where things started going wrong so we can fix what's wrong. What many times happens is that we try to patch things up as opposed to really fixing things. And in that patching of things, in those temporary fixes, we make things even more problematic. Those short-term fixes cause bigger problems. Going the easy route is not always the best way. I'll give you a for instance. Let's say a piece of drywall or sheetrock, you know, a wall, and your house got drenched, just full of water. And instead of replacing the area of the wall, you decided to just paint over it. Now, paint can help in certain instances, depending on just how damaged a wall is. But if a wall is too far gone, and if you paint a wall over and over, at some point, it is just going to look like a mess. You won't be able to hide the damage, and it will look exactly like what you tried to do. Like you put tons and tons of paint on it in an attempt to hide the inevitable that you need to replace the wall. And by the time you add the effort it took to paint, the money you spent on the paint, and so on, it would have been better to just replace the affected area and be done with it. This is pretty much what happens with short-term fixes, especially in real-life circumstances. Some folks try to escape from their problems, and they do it in different ways. Some folks try to avoid their problems. Some people try to patch things up without really getting at what is really wrong. And all of these things, things that are not necessarily bad, postpone the inevitable. I'll give you a few examples about this, and if these instances by any chance hit home, so to speak, it's pure coincidence, especially considering just how many of you might be listening. So here are some examples. There are marriages that do have problems, and the couple feel that distance is occurring in some respects, or that something is just wrong. So they decide to have a baby with the idea that maybe the baby will make the marriage all better. That's a patch. That's not the solution to the problem. And since it's a patch, folks have made a problem a much larger one and have now added an innocent bystander. There are folks that feel lonely, like their lives are incomplete. So they will look for a relationship and they think things will be okay as long as they find someone, sometimes anyone to fill that void. And because they tried to fix a problem, maybe they didn't think things all the way through. Maybe there were some incompatibility issues. Maybe love never happened. It was just a solution. Now, they can't wait to get out of that relationship because they think they're better off alone than with someone they simply can't get along with. And of course, you can see how one problem becomes a much larger issue. There are other folks that have created issues due to poor decisions, and they start looking for temporary escapes. So they start indulging in vices to forget their problems. They start depending on alcohol or drugs or substances or even food to try to drown away their problems. 
So now on top of those issues they began with, they have now created other problems that have deepened even further those, those issues they started with. Now, they're probably in a hole that gets, seems like they just, it just gets bigger and bigger and they can't get themselves out of it. And while there are many other examples that may apply to this whole notion that it is truly better to make wholesale changes rather than deal with things temporarily or look to do some patchwork. So you might be thinking, what does this all have to do with today's passage? And when is this good part coming? The part where everything can change? Well, as we trace back to the beginning of creation, we see that God was there first. And Moses, the writer of Genesis, tells us that before things became what they became through the Lord, the earth was without form, void, and dark. Whether it was our own doing or just the circumstances we were dealt, we feel like our own personal planets, if you will, are without form, that it's void and we're completely in darkness. We, we feel like nothing is really going right for us. Or we are in a, such a lost place that we feel hopeless, with no way out. But something or someone was hovering over the face of this apparent disorganized, shapeless, lifeless, and dark void. And that someone got involved, and he, speaking of God, made light through the words of his mouth. He spoke light into existence, and this light that he created caused a dramatic division, the creation of day and night. And this light that he made was something good, something that made darkness go away. That's the amazing thing about light. No matter how dark a certain area is, if some sort of light is brought to an area, everything changes. Light is necessary to be able to see what is happening. Otherwise, if there's nothing but darkness, then how can we even begin to see, let alone understand what needs to happen so things can change? The Bible says this, Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. When light is introduced into the darkness, everything changes. Nothing is ever the same. So, when Jesus truly comes into your life and forms part of you, everything does change, starting with the inside. And when the inside changes, then the outside changes. It is a natural consequence that occurs when Jesus enters your heart, the very center of your being. So if you want for things to truly change in your life, like really, really change, you need to let the light of Jesus come into your heart. His light can and will transform everything in your life if you truly accept Him and let Him take control of your life. Jesus needs to be made the Lord of your life. That's why some people never see things change, even though they say they believe, because they only go halfway or believe with certain limits. When you don't fully and completely surrender to Christ, you will continue making the same line of mistakes, one mistake leading to another, and to another, and to another, making a bigger pit for you to get out of, bringing more darkness than light to your situation or circumstances. God has the power to change everything, no matter what it is. There is nothing God cannot change. You just need to truly believe it through and through, without any kind of reservation. Just give it all up to Him and let His light create a new world out of you, a planet that does start taking shape, that starts getting filled with His Holy Spirit, a place without darkness, filled with His light. His light is good and it will change you completely 
inside out. I don't know where you are at spiritually at this very moment. Only you and the Lord know that answer. I can guarantee that if you feel things are a mess in your life, then God's light is not reigning in your heart. If you want things to change, don't use the world's patches and temporary fixes. Let the Lord transform your life, starting with your heart. Let Him fill you with overwhelming peace and hope that can only be found in Him. Let Him lead the way through the light that can only be provided by Him. Before we pray, if you do need to start over and feel that you really need God's light in your life, I would invite you to pray this prayer with me, asking God to forgive you for all of your sins, confessing your faith to Him and in what He has done for you through Christ and surrendering your life to Him. And But if you do pray, do it with all of your faith and without any reservations or doubts. And I guarantee you, God's light will start working miracles. Pray together with me this prayer. Lord God, Please forgive me for all of my sins. I want to turn away from all of them and convert to you. I believe with all of my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord, my God, and my Savior. That He died for me on the cross and that he was buried. But you, Father, raised him from the dead at the third day. I want the Lord Jesus to come into my heart. I surrender completely. Thank you, God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray. Amen. If you prayed with me, let me be the first to congratulate you on your first step into God's kingdom. We would love to hear from you, so please feel free to write us. May God bless you. The Latter Rain Ministries is a self-supporting Christian ministry dedicated to sharing Jesus Christ and His truth with the world.